Are you a non-native English-speaking entrepreneur who wants to take your business to the next level? Have you ever looked in the mirror and thought, if only I could speak the language better, I would be a lot further along? When I first came to Germany from California and started my own business, I asked myself the very same question. The common thing that stands in the way of us improving our skills in our business and language communication is fear. Well, I'm here to tell you that it's possible for you to improve your English and grow your business at the same time. I've created a method that is not only fast and efficient, brain-friendly and fun, but will also connect you with other like-minded entrepreneurs at the same time. It's a win-win situation. I'm Sharon Kuster, and this is English for Entrepreneurs. Have you ever thought about how important resilience is in our lives? This week, geologist and health and fitness expert, Martin Josevite, will be sharing some thoughts on that topic. Martin combines his full-time university job with a growing online coaching business and shows us how resilience is key to staying balanced and focused. Hello everyone. Today we have a very special guest, entrepreneur from the Harz Mountains in Northern Germany. He's an experienced geologist who works at the Technical University of Klausthal. But over the last years, he's also created his own business called PTA, Personal Training Agency. He is a certified Qigong teacher, personal trainer, health practitioner, and life and health coach. He is the one and only Martin Josevite. Welcome, Martin. Hi, everybody. It's especially it's really me, the one and only. Yes, great to have you here. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about your business and uh, outside of your university job, how you began your businesses? Yeah, I, I have to um, get back a little bit more to my age when I was um, in school. Mm-hmm. Because at that time, I really wanted to become a sports teacher in school. I, li- I, li- I really liked to do that. I like to work with kids. And, and I, I, I thought teaching them sports would be a great thing to do. But at that time, um, because my age uh, pupils, we belong to... Um, a generation where a lot of the students will finish school mm-hmm. so they all the the adults told me don't go for that because too many people too many want the same thing you never will ever find a job as a sports teacher at, at that time of course you're you're a grown up and of course you you listen to the adults which might be the more advanced human beings at that mm-hmm. time. Or but, we think so. <laughs> yeah, but I what I found out is during the time when I regularly would have finished my study, mm-hmm. they are searching for sport teachers here oh. in, in, in Lower Saxony. And um, of course, it was too late at that time to, to do it. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, this was one of a um, kind, like a, a life lesson I learned, mm-hmm. the hard way, of course. And this is something what I would advise to everybody. 
if mm -hmm. you have a dream, if you want something from your heart, don't listen to others, try it. Try to go for that. So when you're old, you don't have to look back and say, ah, why didn't I? I should have. No, mm -hmm. go for it. If you fail, it's okay. But if you don't fail, you reach something you are longing for your heart. And this is the best thing you can ever achieve in your life. That's my, my one and only advice to the, to the pupils um, in, in school when I teach them nowadays. That's wonderful. Okay. I, love, I love how you said trust your heart and what your heart tells you to do. Yeah, because this is, um, this is always true, you know? Mm -hmm. True on, on, on a level or on, yeah, on a level of subconscious where we don't go usually. Mm -hmm. But if we listen to, to the heart, you know, because our conscious mind is always ringing with interests and informations and overloaded with other things. But our subconscious mind is always knowing what we want to do and always know what is right for us or what is not. Mm -hmm. And um, if we listen to the voices, these small inner voices, you know, like the gut feeling and these little ringings, sometimes the dreams when we wake up, we have a feeling. Intuition. If we listen to that, then we are mm -hmm. uh, focusing on our subconscious mind. And this is most of the time it's right. Wow, that's great. So how did you take that past of yours and turn it into the business that you have now? Okay. Yeah. To live your dream. Yeah, it, it was. Um, it started out that I worked in in the, um, uh, in, in the gym mm -hmm. as as a teacher or as trainer an as an instructor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I started with uh, volleyball classes and um, I liked it and I was quite successful in a way. And then suddenly suddenly I recognized that I reached what I wanted as a, as a grown-up in school. Mm -hmm. I reached from the back door, you know? <laughs> I like, like I, I, I chose another path and it leads to exactly what I wanted to do. Besides these classes I give or these courses, mm -hmm. I started to, to train one-on-one. -on -one. This is classical personal training. You know, you mm -hmm. have one client and you you train with him yes one-on-one -on -one. management mm -hmm. stress management all these regular things and i found out this is even better than to be a sport teacher because you you constantly got a direct feedback from the person you're working with you know mm -hmm. and um this way it's it's more optimal i think to uh, for the results Yes, and you have a strong connection there, don't you, when you're working one-on-one? Yes, on one. yes, and you, you instantly see what is working and what is not working, you know, without uh, try and error. Exactly. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a more direct way to, to do things. Mm -hmm. And, and then it, it starts to evolve and it gets more and more. And, it's, and by now I reach a point where I say, okay, a little bit more let's say success in this kind of business mm -hmm. and i could if i would i could uh, quit my my regular job and just uh, go go all in for the for the personal training things you know 
Wow, that's amazing. And would you include your Qigong in that as well? Yeah, this is um, something what I started relatively late, I would say, mm-hmm. because I always was longing for this, let's say, spiritual side of the living. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of questions during our regular life only could be answered if you're yeah, going on this field of spirituality. Mm-hmm. And um, I was introduced to Qigong. I don't know exactly where that was. It was from, from another instructor, I think. And in Germany? Yeah, in Germany. And mm-hmm. I... I got uh, introduced to um, a Chinese master, mm-hmm. a lady called Professor Fan Xiulan. Mm-hmm. And she has an, her own clinic in the north of Beijing. Mm-hmm. And she is treating all the patients which are coming there, almost all of them with just with Qigong. So it's, it's a kind of a movement therapy. And it's working with energy. And I was flashed because all of these patients are, you know, these, these are patients where our regular medicine says, okay, we can't do anything more for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you call them terminal patients? Yes, terminal patients. That's, mm-hmm. that's the vocabulary. Oh, wow. Them. Yeah. And um, of course, not all of them could be helped there. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them, on almost every of them, um, got a major increase in, in, in life quality, less pain, uh, more abilities, maybe a, a prolonged lifespan, and even some of them got healed. And uh, That's this flashed me completely because it, the movements are, are nothing serious. You know, it looks like little breathing little slow movements it's Mm -hmm. you know like this shadow boxing in a park you know Mm -hmm. and um and i was wondering how could this have such a big impact on the health of the people do you think that uh, breathing is is the biggest part of qigong no okay definitely not it's it's a it's a major part of it Mm -hmm. definitely um but the, the the major impact is the working with the energy. Mm-hmm. So, so the philosophy behind the Qigong and the traditional Chinese medicine is the qi, which is, you can translate it like life energy. Mm-hmm. This is what is running every living being, maybe a plant, an animal, or human beings. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's running on channels, pathways inside of the body, connecting all organs with, an, with, with each other, like uh, the blood vessels, for example, do the same with blood. Mm-hmm. But on these channels, just this energy is flowing. Okay. The Chinese medicine says, as long as the energy is flowing freely on these channels and it's circulating without blockages and, and strains, then the, the, the human is healthy. You know, but yeah. if there is a blockage or the energy can't run through like it should, then there are, yeah, then there occurs pain and illness and disease. So all the Chinese medicine is doing is just 
freeing the channels from blockages mm -hmm. so the energy can start running free and circulate again and then the body itself starts healing <sighs> that's everything. powerful that's, mm. that's a major secret behind everything of that so when you discovered this did you travel to go to this clinic or how did you get your training yeah I, I, the funny thing was that uh, professor fan at that time came to German, Germany once a year. Mm -hmm. And um, that was near Bremen, in the northern part of Germany. And I followed her there mm -hmm. and uh, participated in courses and started with um, uh, education for becoming um, a teacher in her method, which is mm -hmm. called Yun Method. Yun, and after reaching the first degree, then I started to collect some money and then I traveled to China and um, visited her in the clinic and, and got my master's degree there. That was a quite interesting time because uh, besides, I'd say. Besides, <laughs> yeah, besides the lectures in there, um, outside of the clinic, it's, China is quite... Um, difficult for westerners mm -hmm. if that's you don't right. speak the language because you can't read nothing well that's what i wanted to ask you what languages uh, have you used in your business yeah um in, in my regular business i use german mm -hmm. because most of my clients are german mm -hmm. but uh, what i figured out for myself is that you definitely nowadays need english because if you go outside of Germany and, and look to other countries or if you do the step and try to be uh, successful online you need to to speak English you need okay. to speak you need to post you need to write you even need to think English then it, it then you could reach enough other people outside there more people right yeah internationally yeah, you have yeah, a blog yeah. that you've written in English. Yeah, I've <laughs> I, I started that because I took myself on a challenge, and mm -hmm. um, this challenge was to to write an article or let's say a story about Qigong mm -hmm. every day and post it on an internet page. It's called medium.com. Okay, and. Um, in the beginning, I was quite successful. I, I managed to post a story every day. Uh, by now, it's, um, yeah, I become a little, not lazy, but it takes more time to create these stories because I like to provide content, not just filling it in. Of course. And, yeah. Um, yeah, my, but the, um, the goal is still to, to finish 365 stories mm -hmm. in total. for the day for its 365 days of the year right yeah because usually it was I, th I said to myself one year post every day one story because i don't manage to do that i said okay then it should be 365 stories in total <laughs> and, you're doing your um, best yes and it's not in vain it's it's not just training of my 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 language skill mm -hmm. it's pretty practical i think because in the end just imagine i have 365 stories then mm -hmm. all related to qigong 
and then I can review them. I can stack them together and, and easily build them to a book, which I can yes. publish, you know? Yes. So I, I'm, Valuable. I'm, I'm really looking forward to do that. Oh, wonderful. So can you tell us what you like most about the work that you're doing in your entrepreneurial adventure? What I like most is also what is the most difficult. This is, you are your own boss, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? But so it's positive and negative. <laughs> yeah, you have a lot of freedom because in general, you can do whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. But um, you need to, yeah, to, you need to stay focused and uh, to be constructive, you need an action plan with steps you are doing to stay on track and not just getting distracted by normal everyday life. And uh, this is something what I learned on the way, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, I am, of course, I am... I like to visualize, I like to dream, to daydream. Mm -hmm. um, I like to, to train my imagination, mm -hmm. but I do it in a constructive way because whenever I do that, I try to figure out what is the, let's say the destination of what I am, just uh, mentally imagine. Mm -hmm. And then when, I, when I'm off the mental thing, I, is, I instantly take a pen and scribble down action plan. You know, what, what is it what I want to reach? And then I instantly start to implement that. And I start, even if it's baby steps, I start, to, I, because I learned if you stay on, on track and, and do little steps mm -hmm. one by one and not stop until you reach your destination, then nothing is impossible. Yes, I can imagine that would help a lot. And that's what I wanted to ask you. One of the biggest challenges that you've faced over the last year, because yeah. you're also working full time. Is that right? In your university? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's true. Yeah. Usual from 6.30 in the morning to 3.30 in the afternoon. I'm Every day. Yeah. Okay. And then how, what are some of the challenges you face getting your business, uh, keeping the momentum going that you um, could share? Yeah, the biggest challenge for me was and is still that I got easily distracted. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a very curious person mm -hmm. and um, it's quite easily to, to get my attention on new tasks, on, on new points, on new things, on new ideas, whatever. Mm -hmm. And Focus. Um, but this is leading nowhere, you know, because mm -hmm. if you, in a minute, you go to the left side and two minutes later, you go to the right side and then you step back and then you step from, you get nowhere, you know. How have you solved that problem so far? Yeah, I solved the problem with what I said. It's like getting a little bit more constructive by mm -hmm. at least starting to write down what is a target, you know, you, you need a goal. You need a target. You need something you can focus on. Then it doesn't matter if you go a few meters to the left or to the right. At least if you can focus again on your goal, the direction will be the correct one. Yes. And Do you keep a you, journal, Martin? I start. I start a journal. It, I don't doesn't do it too regularly, but mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, you can say it's a kind of a journal where I scribble down all my ideas and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. And that's yeah. been very helpful for you to help you stay on track. Yeah. That's Great. Good. What's the best advice you could give to other non-native English speakers who want to start a, their own business? Okay. Of, of course, they just should start it. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. the biggest advice. Don't wait until tomorrow because you think you're not right, you're not perfect enough, you mm -hmm. don't know enough, or this is not good for me, or is it good for me? Stop questioning. Start it. It's just start it. Even if it's imperfect or you made a lot of mistakes, just start it. You can, you can get everything better because this is what life is all about. It's a game and uh, you're made to make mistakes and learn from them to get better the next time. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you don't start, listen to me, you will never start if you don't start because there will never come the right time you will never know enough and uh, you never will be more secure than just right now. So just well start said. It. Yeah. Just do it. Yes. Wonderful. So what is your big goal for the next 12 months? Well, my big goal for the next 12 months, of course, and one I already mentioned about is that in the end of the 12 months, I should have my 365 stories and mm -hmm try to collect them to, to publish a book. Mm -hmm. This is one thing because this is, I think a book is a quite good idea to, to prove experience or expertise. You know? how, would, how would that change your life if you published a book? I, would, I don't think that it would change my life, but... Um, or your business. It, it, yeah, because it, it might be easier to have some because the people think oh a book you're an author mm -hmm. then you're an expert you know mm -hmm. even if you don't even <laughs> but, if you are yes, <laughs> you are an are. expert <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it, it it makes some things it might make easier because you've got a platform mm -hmm. and um you can reach more people besides your, your areas or wherever you go. But um, I, I wouldn't say it really changed my life or my business, but it made things easier. And it's a goal for me because, you know, I'm old-fashioned. Mm -hmm. I like to plant a tree. I like to write a book and all these other stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay, lots, and lots of things on your, your list there. Of course, of course. I like to swim with dolphins. I like to see a rainbow in the night and mm -hmm. all these stuff, you know. Well, that, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would you like to share today that I didn't ask you? Hmm. What you did not ask, you, you didn't ask a lot, but, uh, <laughs> you know, this, the, the answer on this question is, is pretty much as difficult as when you teach and you stop teaching and ask the pupils, okay, any questions? Of course <laughs> they have. They have thousands of questions. Mm -hmm. Right now, nothing comes to their mind. At the moment, yes. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much the same like me. But what I would say is um, usually oh, my, my, my primal business, I 
like to limit it to the German audience or German clients mm -hmm. or patients or whatever you call it because of course I work live and one-on-one mm -hmm. on one, so in person mm -hmm. and it's it's much easier to to focus on, on the German uh, clients and, and patients in my area because these are the people I really can help because of course I like to to help them on, on a medical basis and in life but besides that i recognize that it is absolutely necessary to to go global you mm -hmm. know if, if i do, because i like to go online this is my, my second goal by the way for the next 12 months okay i like, I like to get my qigong courses online mm -hmm. uh, so i'm pretty sure that i made that Right now, the, the the technical side is still an issue to me. But anyway. would you say would you say that technical side is what holds you back? Yeah, from re yeah, yeah, to ninety nine percent, I would say. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm I'm not too focused by now on that. I first okay. um, try to get my my content done for the course, which is by now let's say eighty percent is done, okay. and. Um, for the technical side, I think I try to, to network, which is a Excellent. good advice for everybody. You know, An outsource, network. right? Yeah, network, find people who already solve the problem. Yes, yes. This is the shortest shortcut you can ever get. One of the biggest things in today's um, entrepreneurial ventures is that we often try to do everything ourselves. And that can often get in our way because when we can outsource and give things to people who know how to do those technical things or can help us, it can yeah. really expedite and speed up our progress, don't you think? Yeah, of course, definitely. Because even if you're clever enough, you're intelligent enough, and you're gifted enough to learn, let's say, everything, mm -hmm. yeah, it A, takes too much time to, to learn a certain level of each of these specialties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and on the other side, why, why, why should you, why should you try to get everything just to keep everything in your hands and 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 doesn't lose control? Right, not to lose you control. Don't need to be exactly. A fanatic, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well said. You still can control everything, but. Uh, you outsource things you know mm -hmm. if i like mm -hmm. to eat a bread roll in the morning i don't of course i can bake it myself mm -hmm. but but if i go to the bakery he does it he knew it much more advanced and much better than i can do and uh, it, it saves time my time which is also a valuable thing you know mm -hmm. my, my my day also has only 24 hours that's right and and you use it on the things where you are the specialist you know? that's right that's really good advice yeah very good um is there somewhere we can send our listeners to learn more about you martin it depends what they want to learn if they want to learn more about the the, the personal training and the coaching and stuff like that they should mm -hmm. just email me maybe mm -hmm. or going to um, personalfitness.de where is my my profile hosted okay. Uh, as a personal trainer, if they want to know more about Qigong, mm -hmm. they should go just to simply Qigong Mastermind at Facebook, mm -hmm. where they will find me. 
And if they have questions, they can just ask me there. Or they just simply email me to p minus t minus a at gmx.de. That's great, Martin. Perfect. Thank you so much for all these golden nuggets that you shared with us today. I don't know if they're golden nuggets aside, but anyway, if it's a gold rush, then of course everybody is welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a lot of great information you shared with us. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, so you're so welcome. And I hope to see you again. Of course, or okay. listen. <laughs> Good luck on your journey. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope Martin offered you some inspiration and motivation for staying on track with your business. Next week in episode 13, we will hear from my fellow neurolanguage coach and expert guest, Ingrid Lyer, who will be sharing her entrepreneurial journey and how going out of her comfort zone and staying persistent has helped her to grow her business. Please remember to subscribe, download, rate, and review. Hey, thank you for joining us this week on English for Entrepreneurs. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to visit iTunes and like and subscribe. And please tell your friends all about it too. Stay tuned next week for more fun and valuable tips on improving your English for business.